0: Welcome back to the regular girl podcast. This is the companion to the regular girl book, 365 devotions to remember the truth of the gospel. And I'm your host, Kelly Smith. Today's episode is our 60th episode. That is just, wow. When I first started recording these, I just thought in the back of my mind, I don't know how I'm going to get to 365 episodes but it looks like we're on our way right uh you don't have to you know when you're working on a project if i could encourage anybody when you're working on a project you're not you're you're not at the finish line until you're at the finish line and so much of the things that we set out to do i think that they're daunting and intimidating because we just see all the work in front of us but if i could encourage anyone <clears throat> just start Just start. Just do a little bit at a time. You know, if it's exercise, 10 minutes when you're not doing anything is a great, great start. And um, these things build momentum. They build endurance. They build stamina. And those things all accomplish great things in the end. So um, here's a cheers to our 60th episode. Today's entry is titled, He Said Seven. When there is a prolonged blast of the horn and you hear its sound, have all the troops give a mighty shout. Then the city walls will collapse and the troops will advance, each man straight ahead. That's Joshua chapter 6, verse 5. Can you imagine? The Lord brings the Israelites to Jericho and tells Joshua he has already handed the city over to them. All they have to do is exactly what he says next. March around the city for six days. On the seventh day, do that again. Only this time, march around the city seven times. You'll shout on command as the trumpets blare. Oh, and one more thing. Whilst marching on the first six days, you can't speak. Just march quietly. I mean, sure, sounds like a great plan to capture a fortified city. That seems to make a lot of sense. As an achiever, go get them, go big or go home person, I would have had a really hard time not jumping forward to day seven on the very first day why all the quiet marching for a full week can't we knock this out all at once there's a place there's a pace to god's plans that he sets with the creation of the world he took a full six days to do the work until we see the culmination come together in beautiful rest on the seventh god didn't really need them to march he could have let out a sigh and the walls would have crumbled but he invited a whole bunch of people to take part in what he was doing and what he'd planned all along. The idea of noise bringing down a wall is so incredulous that we have no doubt that it was God's power that brought that wall down. While he certainly could have caused that to happen much sooner, it wouldn't come down any sooner than he decided. Imagine if they'd disobeyed and decided on their own accord to do some shouting on day three. I'd imagine they'd be pretty deflated and perhaps think God wasn't with them after all. But no, God was clear. He said day seven and not a moment sooner. When we are confronted with an obstacle, too many of us want it gone right now. We feel like if we don't do the work, it won't happen. When we are desperate, we'll do all sorts of things, which often only leave us to look foolish and causes us to miss out on what God was doing the whole time. I think God speaks, but I think we have to pursue him long enough and spend enough time with him that we recognize when he's talking to us. Don't confuse God's pace with absence. And let's not forget that situations that look dire and impossible are situations that allow us to see a tiny glimpse of God's might. When we can't explain it away, and it defies the odds, those that believe know who was behind the outcome. God will bring down walls, but not a moment before he deems appropriate. He'll also keep some walls up. Perhaps if you knew what was lurking on the other side, you wouldn't want inside so desperately. Let God do what he's so good at doing. Learn to enjoy the quiet marching and trust he'll fulfill every word. Y'all, like, I'm getting emotional reading that because as it happens, as it's happened time and time again, even as I'm reading back through these entries, I'm it's so timely to what I'm going through right now. I've shared that I'm leaking again and already we've hit a couple of walls in my treatment and it feels frustrating and it feels exhausting. And yet I'm reminded, (laughs) you know, it's interesting. We, I went through this incredible experience last time, this, this experience with the Lord and this testimony and this book and, this podcast. And (laughs) like, I see now on the other side of it, why, you know, he had a plan. And it was even more incredible because of the time it took us to get there. You know, when you're, I don't know if you've ever hiked before, but when you go on a really hard hike, the harder the hike, it's almost like the better the destination feels. So if you've hiked up climbed a mountain, hiked up, and you get to the, the point and you look out over everything in front of you, there is there is a part of you that is so thankful for how arduous the journey was because the relief of getting to that destination is just so much sweeter. So it's so, it's, it's God um, that I would be reading this today as I'm feeling pretty frustrated for my own experience and I'm just reminded yet again that God's got a plan and it's not for me to dictate but it's so much more beautiful when he does and I am just patient and obedient in his timing and trust in his will and I hope that you'll join me in that today that um, beautiful reminder that God has a perfect plan and his timing is not our timing and a lot of the time it doesn't make sense but it's not for us to know that detail. We are meant to trust him. We are meant to be obedient to what he has asked us to do because he is inviting us to participate in something divine. And it's not often that you get those moments. So if you're in the middle of it, seize the day and just recognize how sacred and beautiful that moment can be. I pray you would know that God loves you more than the pain that you feel right now. I feel you would know that he sees you even when you feel like nobody does. I pray that you would know he hears your prayers, even when you feel like he's not listening. The way we feel is not indicative of truth. So I pray you would know that today. And if you don't know that, I pray you have a friend in your life that you could reach out to to remind you of that truth. I'm happy to be that friend. And I'm so thankful that you're here. I hope you'll come back again soon. Until next time.